0: Here's an open and relational thought from Thomas J. Ord.
1: The problem of evil asks why a good and powerful God doesn't prevent genuine evil. This problem, if left unsolved, seriously challenges those who, like me, believe in God. The problem of evil is a real problem for most believers. In many books, including my book The Uncontrolling Love of God and God Can't, I've offered a solution to the problem of evil. By contrast, the problem of good asks whether we can account well for genuine goodness but deny the existence of a good and powerful God. The problem of good, left unsolved, seriously challenges those who do not believe in God. The problem of good is a real problem for unbelievers. I'm not raising the problem of good to negate or neutralize the problem of evil for those who don't have an answer. I disagree with those who think they can leave the problem of evil unsolved because the problem of good presents challenges to atheists. I think that to account well for life, we must offer a plausible solution to why a loving and powerful God doesn't prevent genuine evil. But we must account for goodness, too. The problem of good reminds us that we encounter a great deal of goodness, love, compassion, generosity, friendship, beneficial cooperation in the world. We sometimes focus so intently on evil, which is real, that we forget all of the good. To make sense of life, we need to account for both evil and good. Keith Ward has argued that we best understand goodness and morality when we believe them to be grounded in God. Keith postulates that the existence of a God who is, quote, of supreme value, and in the mind of which exist all the possibilities of finite being, good and bad, must exist. Grounding this goodness in God, says Keith, gives to moral experience an objectivity, an authority, and effectiveness that would immensely strengthen the motivating force of morality and its conciliance with a more general worldview. In this worldview, says Keith, God is supremely good, and God creates for the sake of goodness and offers the prospect of attaining true human flourishing and well-being. One of the advantages of open relational thinking is that it offers real explanations for good and evil and solves the problems inherent in both.
0: For more, see the Center for Open and Relational Theology or Dr. Ord's website, thomasjord.com. Please like and subscribe to Ort Shorts.